black, 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 black on black, black, yeah, hey, okay, black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black, is black, rims on this black, wheels in this black, black, with this black, bitch, so black on black on black on black on black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, black. Black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking on black, everything is black. What's up everybody, this is the Everyday Millennial Podcast, it's me, your boy Mac, aka Sweet Daddy Mac, aka I'm her daddy now. I'm with my homegirls, Keela and Yaya, how y'all doing today? I'm great. Just, Swell. I, first off, I just noticed Yaya's name is Big Booty Yaya. <laughs> <laughs> I said, isn't Yaya about to be the only one with a name on here? Yeah, you know, I got a couple. Of, I'm adding a couple of new names now, but you know, if you, it's only on the the up and up, the hush hush, selective, the selective group. Only only two people know. The selective group. Okay, close friends. Right. You know, no, I can't post nothing on close friends now. <laughs> you got too many people in there. It ain't close no more. Uh, it, Instagram, it ain't close. Instagram watching. Faye is watching. Oh, sheesh. Oh, yeah, then because your stuff got reported by somebody, huh? Yeah, my close friends that got reported. We had an op in the close friends, that's all. Exactly, bro. Opt in the close friends. Ever since then, Instagram been bug eye watching my shit. <laughs> Magnified. <laughs> what are you doing, nigga? I can't, I can't even post church. Man. <laughs> hey, mm. Instagram guidelines, guidelines. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, you're funny as hell. <laughs> and I, all I did was was post food in my close friends. Yeah, that's uh-huh. all I did. Uh-huh. Some food, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly. What can yeah. I say? I like to show y'all what I'm eating. What? Boom! boom. <laughs> yeah. mm. I'm hilarious. That was that was a good one. That was one a week. One a week, one a week. Okay. Well, it's Saturday. You, you almost missed it this week. I am cutting it close. Yeah, you got to do better next year. Well, next, wait, what? Next week. Drunk? <laughs> Drunk? <laughs> Let me drink some water. What's some tequila? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're on with something now. Oh, damn, I think my dad's here. All I heard was some old school music speakers banging. I like gong 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 gong. Definitely your dad, probably. Yeah, like what are you doing, sir? Did you leave the door unlocked? Why is he making this face? Do I look he frozen? frozen? No. Oh. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. I got it. I got it. Job done. <laughs> Job well done. Job well done. I did it. Yeah, yeah, I did it. Take wow. a okay, door. I'm like, okay, door. Anyways. <laughs> Okay, thank you. But anyways, but in today's episode, thankful to our five participating followers. The rest of y'all ain't shit. (laughs) They suggested um, some topics for us. So we're going to choose basically two of those, but they're in the same room. So for starters, we're going to be talking about like affordable housing and just like how the cost of housing has changed. And then we'll 
Okay. Dodge all into some other shit. Yes. Anthony, you go first, Mr. Finance. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, you go first. Not <laughs> him exiting. Um, well, I know in my experience of looking for apartments, if you want a cheap or affordable apartment, it's normally in the ghetto with yes. like no freaking security and anybody can just be in that hoe. Uh, apartments getting broken into, cars getting broken into every week, and I'm not here for it. And if you want to be safe, you gotta pay more, and I don't think that's right. But no, I definitely agree. I feel like there should be like the standard, like basic shit that you should get when you're live, like when you're moving into an apartment. I don't feel like like being in a gated apartment. I don't feel like you need to pay more to be live, to live in a gated apartment yeah. or to have like secure parking or like you know like that should just be basic stuff whereas versus if you wanted to like i feel like okay if you want to live like downtown or like you know like in a high rise or something like that then okay it makes sense for your rent to be more expensive but just like basic stuff like that it's honestly ridiculous yeah and now depending on where you go because of inflation and how the market is apartments now rent wise are the same as having a house that's why you see a lot of people just deciding to get houses now because if I'm paying twelve hundred, right? Month, obviously, might as well, might be, as well paying be paying the mortgage, mortgage. right? Mm-hmm. And that's the craziest thing. Like most of the time, your apartment is like more than your mortgage if you want to live in like like I just said, in addition place you want to be in like gated apartments and you know have basic uh, amenities. Mm-hmm. Like you paying at minimum twelve hundred. Yep, and that's like. On that's the low, I, that's the yeah. low end side. And it's like like purely basic apartments now are about about twelve hundred a month. Like purely basic, like no no amenities, no stainless steel, no none of that. Twelve hundred. Right. No no bass. washer dryer. Yeah, bass exactly. out of town too. Bass out of town. Twelve hundred. Exactly. <laughs> you don't get the open floor plan. You get the the uh, tunnel kitchen with the two walls up. Like <laughs> <Not a> tunnel <laughs> kitchen. I can't think of that. It's a name for it, but you know what kitchen I'm talking about. Keela out here giving people cave kitchens. <laughs> cave <laughs> kitchen. You know what I'm talking about. You where you gotta yell so people can hear you. Mm-hmm. And you know it's funny because like back in the old old school apartments, you know how they have the tunnel thing, but they didn't. They used to have the little thing cut out so you could at least see into the living room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would just all be blocked off by wall. I hate yep. those. Those are the worst. No, and they still have some of those. Like, you know, because really? I've been looking for apartments yep. too. Yes, that's what I, that's what we're saying. Like, you get the basic kitchens and stuff. Like, basic, just basic. Everything basic. You ain't got to wash the dryer. You got community laundry. Like, mm-mm. Which I don't need trust because people be stealing stuff. Right. Yeah, I've never, like, I've been blessed with my parents too, though, uh, because of where they lived. I never had to use, like, the community. The one time I had to use community washers is when I finally got to college. Because even uh, even then we crap. yeah we would go to the wash interior but you can at least see your clothes and right. stuff like that yeah well I would watch my dad play Pac Man all day I ain't never mm-hmm. seen I ain't never seen nobody as good as Pac Man as him I used to there all day play Pac Man and I'm trash at it yeah I'm right, trash at Pac Man I can't get past like level eight no you already done better than me <laughs> but you don't play you don't play any video games. I don't. The craziest thing, when I was younger, I actually literally did. Like, I had a PlayStation. I would play all the video games. But as I got older, yeah, no. I was more of a tomboy back then, though, so. Mm-hmm. Me too. I grew out yeah. of it. 
Yeah, same. That's because I was always with like all my cousins are boys, my uncles. I got three uncles, so. No, I mean, I remember <laughs> when I when uh, my dad had bought a PS2 for Christmas. That was back when they first came out. You couldn't tell mm-hmm. me nothing as a kid. You couldn't tell me nothing. I didn't care about nothing else. I didn't care nothing about nothing else but playing at PS2 all day. No, yeah. I had one, too. See? I used to be a whole gamer. I used to like Pokemon. I was different. Completely different person. I had my Game Boy yeah. Color. That was back in her 5-0 days. <laughs> Stop telling people I'm from freaking Hawaii. I ain't say that. I said 5-0. They could have thought you was 12. Oh, let's not think that. I, that's worse. <laughs> What's uh what's the uh the uh island show back in the day Fantasy Island? Yeah, that where you from, huh? <laughs> but no, um back to affordable housing and things like that. I um I didn't know that we still actually had like uh section eight houses and the uh and income restricted houses. And I really don't mm-hmm. understand how income restriction houses work because it's just like I don't know, you can make the requirement of the the restrictions, but you still can't get the house because of what you make. It's, it's very weird. Yeah, I don't know. I know they have no. apartments that are like income based. Yeah, I mean, some of those like based on what you what you make is how much your rent is. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but the crazy thing about those are if you want a nicer one, because when so when we first moved back from Hawaii, my godmom she has like perfect rental history. And so her apartments were income based, but she didn't want to live there no more. And so she was just paying like parent both uh rents basically on that place and her new place yeah. and so since that one was empty she was like well y'all can stay there or whatever until you know y'all find a place but the lease was up in a couple months and it was income based it was really nice it was like a town home it had the attached garage like wash dry nice. everything it was really nice but bitch that shit was far than a bitch like i remember because that's when i still had friends that went to pv i was like 30 minutes from pv like it was deep in cyprus wow and it's like you have to stay all the way back there if you even want a decent uh income base. Mm-hmm. Or Pasadena. Yeah. And that sucks too, because I'm like, I'm not trying to stay in the woods with the killers that live next door just so I can have a nice apartment. But I'm only gonna right. be for six weeks until they murder me. Like I'm good. Exactly. And then the second section eight housing, because I knew somebody that had got they first of all, the process for section eight, they apply for it when the hurricane hit because they lost all their shit. You're talking about whatever. Harvey? Yes, the the last one we had, yes. They applied for it when Harvey hit because they lost all their stuff, their job, everything, or whatever. So they actually like needed it. Bitch didn't get approved until like a year, two years ago. Dang. Is when know. is when he got approved for the Section 8 housing. And I mean, he took it because he was discounted housing or whatever. So he's like, whatever. Like, I'm still going to take this shit. They don't approve me now. But at that time, he was like, I don't even need it. But he was able to get like a three bedroom for like eight something because it's Section 8. But nice. those apartments are, they are, they give you the very basic, like very minimum. And it's just like, dang, like I get y'all helping people, but y'all can't even give them like a decent, like living the driveway is ass. The apartments are like it's just like bro, them, really. Them section eight apartments are like they just like built them with, with nothing but twigs and some duct tape, and they yeah. like you know, and it, it look like a I look like an Indian tent, and they be horrible, and they always stink, and they stink, y'all, y'all. Damn. Yeah, I was just like it's just terrible. I'm like y'all need to do better about the process in general though, because it's like why is it taking 
years for somebody to even get on to get approved for it. Yeah, that's like, one thing I, I never understood. I, I think my auntie had a Section A house. I can't remember when I was younger. It was it wasn't bad, but it was like you said, very basic. And she had like it was it was a very white house. Like it was so white. Like the house was white. Everything, all the appliances was white. Bathroom was white. Clearly, Anthony doesn't like white. Got it. It was just too, it was too much white. Like it was just like you walking there. It was just like oh, okay, okay. No, no, no color allowed in here. Right. Ooh. Yeah, no, so. yeah, it's just um, it's just really bad, and then it's like to make matters even worse in the like the areas that like you know like in the hood the land is cheaper and stuff so people are starting to buy that and now you have the gentrification coming in because they buying up like all the the cheap land like my grandma stay in the hood she stay all in third ward is changing all exactly. third ward it's crazy to even see it. Exactly. My grandma stay in Thurwood, like literally in the neighborhood across from where the stadium is behind those new student housing they had built. Mm-hmm. She stays back there. Or whatever. So you know how those houses look. Somebody across the street from her literally bought the land and built, built like this big ass fucking house. And it's like, it's crazy because that's happening all throughout like mm-hmm. the lower mm-hmm. income areas. And it's like y'all are pushing people out because y'all buying all the like, shitty house, shitty house, shitty house, mansion. How the hell yeah. No, exactly. Yeah like, yeah, like when you drive around TSU and you see all that, it'll be like mm-hmm. it'll be a, it'll be a house this big and then a mansion next to it. And I'm just like, what? But I don't blame <laughs> the people for not for not selling because I wouldn't sell either. But Me still, either. it just it just looks it looks weird, unorganized, and it's ridiculous. And yeah, it looks very bad. It's it's crazy. And then people selling, and then I feel bad for people that are like they're renting and then their landlord sells sales to somebody and because they ideally don't want that person there so they they can remodel and stuff they mm-hmm. raise the rent so now yep. it's like oh well damn i can't even afford to stay here now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pushing people out they're forcing them yeah yeah the moment the moment that uh lease is up or whatever they yakking they rent up i had that happen to exactly. a friend of mine um she was renting a house from a person and she was renting for like 750 a month but then that person ended up selling the house to the state. And of course, you know, contractually, op- she, she's obligated to get the rest of that. But after that, they tripled her rent. Dang, like, tripled. Like, as soon as, as soon as she was like a month, it was a month left on her lease, sent her that letter, tripled it. Yeah, I'm talking to a friend crazy. of mine. She stays in an apartment complex and um, they changed management and her rent went up. And they did, yeah. uh, they started doing renovations to the apartment. And she was like, that once her lease goes up, she would have to start paying the new price of the rent, and it was going to be like double. I was like, sheesh. So she was like, yeah, well, my lease is up, I'm moving. That's crazy. Like, even where we live right now, Anthony, like, when we first moved over here, you know, they were still building, like, this area. And since then, like, they've raised our rent up. Mm -hmm. It's it's crazy. They said everything is going up except for the wages that you pay people. Exactly, because why the fuck is the federal wage still seven twenty five? It's beyond me. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally beyond me. Yeah, and people aren't gonna voluntarily pay you more money if they don't have to. <laughs> right. No, but I, I honestly think it's just a part of the system, though, because it's mm-hmm. like you know you're making things too costly for people to afford. So then it's like you're hoping that those people then either commit some type of crime and get caught so you can get the prison system money or that they just fall mm-hmm. off and die so it's less people that you gotta give you mm-hmm. know 
special need to and stuff. So it's just it's just trash all in all around. Yeah, the whole system is honestly fucked up. Let's not even talk about the fucking uh, right <laughs> prison system. That's a whole other fucking situation. I have ugh, our fucking that shit is terrible. I cannot. And then with uh, keeping money with the black community, they don't give us anything. Like, we don't own anything. It's not like we can give it to a black bank. Everything goes back to the white man. So, yeah, but we don't help ourselves either because what we do we have, we yeah. rush off to give to the white man. So it's like... Yeah. 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 Like that's, yeah it, that's all of what social media literally is. It's just like what we've given them back. So they mm-hmm. were the moment the moment you see somebody who was in section eight and anything like that, they make it big. First thing they do is go buy all of this, you know, the the designer, the chains, the diamonds, mm-hmm. all of this stuff that the white people made, and then talk about they got it now. Yeah, that's the first thing that then, black people do. And then don't like to support their own their own people. Like even the podcast for perfect example, we didn't even ask nobody to purchase anything. All we did was say suggest topics. And literally can count on one hand how many people actually suggested something. So it's just like we as a community have to do better with supporting our own fucking people. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we it's like it's crazy to me that people expect this change and you know they they want better for us, but then aren't willing to contribute to putting us in a better position. Yeah, like black people gatekeep so much. Yeah. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So I said we gotta. I still think first off, you know, we got to want better for ourselves because until we as black people as a whole decide to make the change, they aren't going to change because why change no, if facts. you're not going to do better? That's, that's nope. honestly how they think. Have you guys seen that um, the first grocery store that's owned by a black person? Yeah, I've seen no, that, but it's all the way in the, it's on the north side. It's oh, up, yeah, I did see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's one there, and then they, I think they did one in Georgia, too. I saw um, an article about it. It was this black couple, and they own a grocery store. It's the first one in Georgia owned by a black. I'm like, that's a shame that in 2022, this is the first time a black person yeah. has, uh, like, but this is what I mean. Like, we can't give our money to the black community because we don't own shit. But it's not yeah. like they make it easy for us to own it. You no, know, they don't. Yeah, they don't. And then it's, and then you have the black people that take from their own people. Mm-hmm. Like you saw the story about the lady that owned the beauty supply store, and the three girls came in there and robbed the store, and then pepper sprayed her daughter. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't see that. I saw that. Yeah, it wow. was like a black-owned beauty supply store. I forget where it was located, but her daughter was working in the front, and she was in the back. And the three girls came in. First of all, they were stupid as hell because there was like one girl she was just by herself, but then the other girl had like a toddler with her. She was like maybe four, and then the other girl was pregnant. And they stole, they stole like some wigs and then pepper sprayed the girl. And I was like, bro, you stealing and using pepper spray around kids? I'm like, bitch, you about to get your baby taken before you even have her. Right. Like, literally. But it's like, it's stuff like that that also makes it harder for us to support our own people. Because it's like, you did all of this for some wigs, babe. So for some beauty supply store wigs at that. Like. Yeah. It just. Come on now. Yeah, it's really difficult. Um, I always say, like, as far as black businesses, black things like that, because it's, it's both sides, like them with the, the support and stuff like that. But then it's also those ones who overcharge and then yeah. under deliver. We get a lot of the Houston when we go to a lot of our restaurants and places that are black owned, understaffed, mm-hmm. underdeveloped, charging too much, service is horrible. Mm-hmm. But yet you want to oh, add yeah. automatic gratuity on everything that I do for this trash service that you gave me that's not worth 
what I even paid yeah. for the ring, let alone the gratuity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people have to stop thinking. So everybody not meant to be a business owner, and that's just the sad truth of it. It really is. Like it's crazy because you know right now, like being an entrepreneur is like the new hot thing to do or whatever. Like everybody mm-hmm. want to have a business. But it's like y'all don't even know the basic shit about customer service, let alone running a business. Like you ain't even mastered customer customer service is the easiest part about being like about being in the business, and you can't even master that. No, it's a it's a lost art form. Oh yeah, like true true customer service with with a lot of yeah. Yeah, everything's, everything's going up. to robots and shit. And yeah. everything's about oh. show, though. The, on the only time they actually give customer service is somebody who they know is going to spend a whole bunch of money and they can see it. But it's oh, like, yeah. that's the only people, like their friends, they'll give good customer service to. But the people who are going to give you the most money, that class of people, the customer service is shitty to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, people have to, us as black community, I feel like we always are look, looking for money. Like, you, you, you feel like, um, like you said, they only give good customer service to people that they feel like is going to spend money, i.e. people that are wearing their money. Every person that has money doesn't wear their money. Nope. Like, literally. And it's crazy because I follow this uh, this um, lady on uh, Instagram. She's a fucking multimillionaire. And she goes out in Houston all the time. She's a really good tipper. But her bottle girls be fucking trash. And they always, you know, they have the stigma of like automatically assuming that the man is who's paying. So she ignored her the whole entire time and was only addressing her husband the whole time she was the one that's paying. And so she didn't tip her ass. She was like, you haven't even said a word to me. And then they like, get mad. The whole get, entire this, time. And then, and then they get mad because you called them out on their poor service. Yeah. Like, and it's like when you? she has good service she like she had went to camp i forget who who the bottle girl was but she posted her tagged her and then instead of tipping her on the receipt she cashed that person that she can get her whole money like all her money because you know how they be doing tips yeah. when you get a big tip out mm-hmm. they be they be trying to hold your shit and be like oh you need to split it da, 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 da. so she got her cash out and like personally sent her and i think she took her like eight hundred dollars and it's like because she doesn't wear her money and she's a woman because it's also like, you know, you don't wear your money and then you're a woman and you're out with another man. They automatically assume that the man is paying for stuff. It's like, y'all got to stop trying to judge a book by its cover, which is hard to do because we always do it. But mm-hmm. You know my favorite line. The first thing I say, I'm broke. I ain't got a big dog. Oh, you got? Nah, I don't. But I thought you. No, nah, uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> you I thought wrong. I, right. I, got, I, got, I got 15 starving children in Africa I pay for. I ain't got it on me. Not fifteen. Yeah. I did. Oh, I thought yeah. I, I thought I did one. I did fifteen. So hey, yeah, I ain't, I ain't look, got a big dog. I had a really good scratch off that one day. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it was a little, little, little thirty dollars scratch. I would not Yeah, I just paid know. twenty to park. I'm broke. Forty Bad. now. <laughs> it's forty now. But you know, you know, in some places, and I'm not even being funny. It's like like at a time bottle for one. It's twenty dollars to self park, and then forty for valet. So I gotta pay you twenty dollars to go park my own to car. To park my own car. And y'all don't watch it because did y'all y'all remember that story about what's uh, Gary Owen, who when he was in Houston with his uh, BMW, somebody mm-hmm. hit his BMW when he valet parked. The restaurant said, "Oh, they're not over valet," and then valet said, "Oh, we're not over. The restaurant's over." So they both denied that they were they had any involvement in it. But his oh, car wow. got his car got wrecked that. in valet. So yeah, he had to get a lawyer. Yeah, he put it on his IG. Like, go look. It's only like that's crazy. It. 
Yeah, both yeah, parties deny, but it's like, so what am I paying? What did so I pay for who, ballet for? Right. What's your purpose, love? If right. my car, if my car, y'all have to have a contract. If you hire a ballet company, there has to be some type of contract with y'all exactly. to get that ballet company. And then so, an establishment somebody have an establishment has insurance anyway. They have the insurance mm -hmm. unless they didn't yeah. get the insurance, which is on their own. <laughs> That's a whole nother problem. Yeah. yeah. So then you get it, but my car got hit at your spot with your valet service? Yeah. Yeah, somebody paying. Sorry. I'll, Facts. Get like, run. Let that would have happened to me. Money. I wouldn't even got mad, but like, okay, because you don't know who I know. So I'll just make one phone call really quickly. I'll see you in court. <laughs> Facts. Hello? They hit me. Click. They hit me. <laughs> <laughs> just lay on the ground. <laughs> no, but really, though. Just, yeah, they have to start being smarter about the like the way they open stuff. It's like it's like because I I'd be wanting to support these businesses. I really do, but it's just like it just be so poorly thought out a lot of times. And it's just like, bro, you can tell they're just money hungry. Yes, you can tell they're just money hungry, and it's like y'all didn't put enough thought into this whole process. Like the idea of them turning like clubs and stuff, like turning houses into like clubs or restaurants. It's nothing wrong with that, but if you're gonna do that, you need to think about like parking. Like you, mm -hmm. you know, there's other things that you need to think about. Exactly. And if you have a valet service and your car gets hit in that valet, you guys are paying for my car. I, oh yeah. My you have to be. Um, and then it's it's stupid that they would even try to do that with him. Like out of all people, like you know, like you clearly know who he is. So it's not like he doesn't have the funds to take y'all to court. They gonna learn today, like, yeah, like that was dumb as hell. But you know, Atomic no. Bottle already has been exposed for all the bullshit that they be doing. You remember so, that? You remember that page? That fuck Atomic Bottle page, boy. Yeah, boy, got I it. had a I had a bottle girl from Atomic Bottle send me that damn page. Mm hmm. But you know, like at the end of the day, they don't care because Houston is just one of the cities, like the Houston the DCs, the primary black mm -hmm. city, where you have a bunch of thirsty black people starving for attention. So they're gonna yeah, always. So they're still gonna make yeah. money. Yep. Yeah, and as soon as you, you shut down one, another one's gonna pop up. You can't even go to Seaside yeah. without getting your car broken into. They breaking into cars at Seaside in the in the valet lot now. So what? Like, yeah, that's wild. Not in the valet lot. Mm -hmm. Remember that time I was going to go meet you, and I parked. I was about to park my car. It was years ago. I was about to park my car behind that car, but then I was like, Oh I got yeah, the car and the window, and it was your friend's car who got a window busting in. I parked it right behind. Yeah, friend. and something told me when I saw that. I said, Nah, let me just pay that money. Yeah, I do remember. They that. was watching me, telling me, "Yeah, go ahead and park, fool." Right. That stuff's crazy. They break into everybody's stuff, and then they just be doing the most. Because even like groups, when uh they busted Kelvin and shit or whatever, and it's my, like, why did y'all feel window, the need? My window, Nick window, Jesse window, Kelvin yep. window. And then they did Kelvin sunroof. I was like, why the sunroof though? And like, why did you feel the need to break the sunroof? <laughs> yeah, I would have been so. Not only did y'all bust all my stuff, but then you left the wrench in my car. That's so disrespectful. Right. <laughs> Man, you need this more than me to fix your car. Like, but, like. <laughs> Audubon, hello, cops. Get this print. Get these this prints off of here. Fingerprints, exactly. Because you know they were stupid. They probably ain't even had no gloves on. But I used the police department, so ass. They not yeah, even. Yeah, HP, HPD. Just gonna be like, whatever. HPD, I don't, I don't trust them to solve no case they don't have, they don't have all the information for. And even yeah. with all the information, they still can barely solve it. I do not trust HPD at they all. They want you to know the person's name, government, what's their social security number, number where they, they live. take a picture of them. And then 85% of our police force is out of shape and fat and old. 
Man, those videos stopping. of them chasing people be funny as hell. As hey, you, hell. you remember you the, the one uh, they chasing the one up the hill on the, oh, like, my, yes. side of the freeway? Yep. Oh my god, that was hilarious. Y'all seen the one when they chased the crackhead and then he took off running and was like, out of there, out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to look at the camera talking about, yep. I was like, this man had so much time because he knew he was getting away. He looked in the camera, yep. I seen one, a guy was running for the cops and the dude was recording it. And as he ran past the camera, he pointed to the camera. <laughs> like he, so he knew he, and he had Tim's on. So I said, oh, he passed for real. Tim, Tim, right, he ran in Tim's? Oh, Lord. This is a dangerous man. We need to get him on a track right. for the Olympics quick. Exactly. He running with Tim's. He basically running with fucking bricks on his feet. You right. got two bricks, two sets of bricks. Exactly. Let me mm-hmm. ask y'all this about Houston, because you know we we've been out a lot and stuff like this, and maybe it's just me, but like when I see like crazy stuff going on, like people fighting, you hear people shooting and stuff like that. We've been around it so much in Houston, I don't even get scared no more. I just walk out. I just I just leave. Like I walk like ain't nothing's wrong. Do you, y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't even leave anymore completely. when fights break out. I don't leave. I, I order, just, like, uh, order a drink. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Oh, it's crazy because we are very desensitized to it all. Yep. But it's just like it happens so often. Like I said that last time, where it's like you at this point you can't even go out and be like, "Dang, I hope I hope this hoe don't get shot up." Like I would prefer to not have to be like right. ducking the dodge. Remember when we were at Uptown that one time, and they were like just driving down the fucking road shooting and shit. Shooting, and it's like we're so desensitized to it because I was outside when it happened. I was like, "Oh, let me just go back inside." Like that's how desensitized. <laughs> but and the crazy part about it, they didn't even shut down. Remember, because they were no, shooting, they, they were shooting, at, they were shooting at Sam's boat, and yeah. Sam's boat and Uptown both stayed open. They didn't even shut down. I just made everybody come inside. I said, "This is ridiculous." And let's not yeah. talk about the number of college parties that we've gone to that got shot up. No, that's I, I was in a part of that experience. Oh, so if you've been college party in Texas, I'm, mm, I'm, yeah. I've been I've been the soul. I remember one party I went to. <laughs> uh, my dad let me borrow his car. So it was me, my girlfriend at the time, uh, Big O and Alwyn. They were all in the car and we carpooled to the party and the party ended up getting shot up. So everybody running, they all ran to the car. I went to the bathroom first, I had to use the bathroom and I walked to the car, but I forgot to press the button to unlock the door. So when I get to the car, they all at the car, like, open the door, fool, open the door. And I'm like, it is open, but I never unlocked it. So everybody, yeah. everybody yeah. cursed me out when I got to the car and I'm like, Man. Exactly. And they like, just cause you ain't got no fear. And I was just like, I, I don't know. No, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. I just be wanting better for this. I just, it's like so crazy though because I feel like there's so many like talented people in Houston. So many. They yeah, just don't get a so place to showcase themselves. People. Exactly. No, because it's like only thing people are open in there are bars and clubs. <laughs> and then even when they do do the showcase and stuff like that, they're only showcasing their friends and the people that they know. They aren't mm-hmm. given opportunity for new talent to flourish because they hate on the new talent. I remember yeah, the story mm-hmm. I told you about at Limelight when uh, Dom did that chicken noodle soup dance and they got mad at him for doing that dance and never let him MC again. And it's like, bro, he MCing during the time where it's not even lit. It's before 12. And you're mad. It just it just happened to be a packed night before 12. And he was dancing chicken noodle soup. You're mad at him dancing chicken noodle soup. But yes, they really were. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Right. I feel like that's why places like, like locals can get so much love, even though it's ghetto as fuck. But it's because I feel like that's like one of the only places I've seen, honestly, in Houston where they are like just supportive. Like, you know, you get people that go in there, they do 
they sing, they rap, or you know, whatever their talent is, the live paintings, all of that. You have people that genuinely are like there supporting, buying art, you know, listening to your shit. Like, you know, it's like a, mm-hmm. a support. Downloading place. your music. Yeah. Yep. But I, that's how I try to be. Like any anything black, I try to support. Um, as long as it's a good, I'm not doing nothing stupid now. I'm just, I don't care. Yeah. Black, black, white, green, purple. I don't, if it's stupid, I ain't doing it. But like anything black, I always, I'll always promote first. I always go for first. Like it's always going to be my first choice. And I try to promote, but it's just like, I don't know. I just want good business. Yeah. I'm definitely like Issa Rae when they was like, who are you rooting for? Everybody black, period. Everybody mm-hmm. black. But you yeah. know, please let your work be of quality. Yeah. Just good. Just because I'm rooting for everything black don't mean I'm accepting poor quality because you're black. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. Like, you know. I will go to that white shop across the street for the same product that's better quality. And I won't. Yep. I, I, and I'm going to tell you. I feel bad about it. I'm going to tell you okay. why I'm doing it, but I'm going to still go over there. Like, I, I would, if, it, if I could have my way, I would support everything black 100% of the time if the quality was the part every single Oh, of course. Yeah. I would never give my money to white folks. The only reason why I give it to white folks is because they be either overcharging or they have poor quality. Meet me yeah. in the middle. I agree. We also have to get over, though, like, because, you know, people have this thing where it's like, oh, you're a small Black-owned business. So then it's like, because you do have people that are overcharging, so I'm not trying to get that confused. But you do you have the people that are actually charging their work, and you have mm-hmm. people, like, upset about it. And it's like, don't do that, because... You will go to Target and pay some overpriced for some some crap. Y'all be in Balenciaga, be buying this ugly ass shit, whatever, mm-hmm. just because of the brand name. But then when you have somebody over here because they're a small black owned business, you feel like you should only pay five dollars for something. And it's like, no, don't do that. No, yeah, same yeah. token. Yeah, you can't like just because they're a small business or a new business. I'm not. I'm definitely not saying to like only charge five ten dollars. Like charge a good amount. But at the same token, you ain't Gucci yet. So you shouldn't be mm-hmm. charging Gucci prices off the rip is all I'm saying. Like, and I'm, I feel like I, it depends on what the product is. You still got to find that medium killer. You can't be right out the gate trying to, what, what's the song, Party with the Big Boys? You can't be right out the box doing that because you're not going to sell, realistically speaking. You're just not. You, you're going to have to change, like, make sure you're targeting your target audience. Because, think, like, for, so I'm speaking, like, it literally depends on what it is. Like, artists, they're not, they're charging their work. That takes time. If I came out with... Uh, a, a custom wig line. I have to pay for my hair that I'm getting from Indonesia. Then I'm making all the wigs by hand. If you want a custom dye job, that mm-hmm. costs money and time. And then you want it styled, tweezed, and then applied. Like, you know? So I feel like it just depends on what it is you're actually selling. Like, now, if you're just buying some shit or whatever and you're just reselling it, then yeah. But I do feel like it's hard for people, like black people specifically, to charge for their time because. You have people being like, oh, well, you're just starting off. You don't need to do that. Like, no, babe, charge for your time and then adjust mm-hmm. your target audience to the people that are going to pay you for your time. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that, too. I'm just saying, like, like I said, don't at the end of the day, don't overcharge. That's my whole thing. Don't overcharge. Yeah. Like, you, you got to know, like, you got to understand. Because if you, if you come out the box trying to make a, a basic shirt that just says your name on it and charge $600 for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's different. Right. You're not you're kind of. Yeah, yeah that's, I'm that's speaking specifically I'm for people that are like they have to put more time into like you got you got to you got to you got to find that medium. That's why, I, and I'm mm-hmm. not mad at people who do that. Then as they get more notoriety, their prices go up because they should naturally yeah. should. As I get yeah. To, yeah, as people know more about me, yeah, my prices going up. I'm not you're not the same service is nine twenty dollars no more. 
because I got 300,000 more followers. I'm sorry. Like, nah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not mad at it at all. I'm just saying, like, you, you got to, for some people to do that, like, they come out the gate overcharging and then they get mad because their business isn't profitable. But it's because mm-hmm. it's like, but then some people come out the gates undercharging and then they get mad because they're doing so much work for little pay. You got to find that medium. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. Just yeah. I'm like, I'm really big on charging you because I've been in a situation where I haven't charged what I should have, or whatever, and then people take advantage of you and all kind of shit. So it's like, charge your worth and fuck how people feel. Yeah, like yeah, your yeah. actual worth, though. Like, don't. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, to agree with you. Yeah, charge your worth. Don't come out here. Yeah, like nah. So like I said, if that quality trash, then. Uh huh. Because then that word of mouth is gonna kill your business too. Oh, don't go to her. Her yeah, shit's That's the biggest marketing tool. People be so sleep on word of mouth. Word of mouth is still, like, even with social media, exactly. word of mouth is still the biggest marketing tool. Oh, yeah. Because you that get blasted make on or social break media, your that's it. it. Period. And that shit will literally take off. You got, all you need is one upset person to say something bad about your business. Next thing you know, you got 5,000 retweets and shares off that one, mm-hmm. that one thing. And that's why I'm saying customer service, though. Like, if you have good customer service, you can honestly kill all of that. Good customer mm-hmm. service will, will allow you to market yourself up a little a bit more too. Just because people, like I, I go to places that may not be like as big or as known as another place just because the customer service is better. And they could give it's me worse, they, they could give me a little worse quality than what you'll give me, but the customer service is so much better. Yeah. I'd rather take that than from you. That or, and then people like they want to start these businesses, but they don't put like actual effort. I found this girl off of TikTok and I'm going to send you her stuff, Yaya. She sells clothes and stuff. But her packaging is so creative. Without even looking at her website, I was like, I would buy some shit from her. Just because that's how creative her, like, she did, like, a food thing, which I don't even typically see outside of, like, makeup when they have, the like, the baking thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she did, like, a food thing. And so she has, like, um, like she had, like, some set that she called something pie. But she literally buys circle metal pie pans and she puts your stuff in there, and then it like the way she layers it, it looks like a pie. So not only are you getting clothes and creativity, but you get a pan. Do you know how excited I would be for a freaking oh, pan? <laughs> not the pan. Yeah. Keela is four Bruh. years old. We got pans. They giving you a she giving you a pan like she it's, her stuff is cute. She had something that was like a Capri Sun, so she made her own like Capri Sun packages to fit the size of her stuff. And oh, then she wow. puts it in there. Like her packaging is literally like a it's a one. Definitely oh, yeah. like top send it tier. to me. Please. No, yeah, I like stuff I like that too. Be, I, was... I ain't even been on the site. I literally still don't even know what's fully <laughs> See, that's the word of mouth. Like I ain't even been on the site, but I'm like, bruh, like it's it's top. It's definitely lit. No, yeah, I actually um that was I, I always thought about doing like um uh, like more expos or like black expos with like a whole bunch of black artists and like designers and stuff like that and getting that out for people to see because that's how a lot yeah. of people start start their business start getting paid by word of mouth and then once once like with the social media age once it catches that spark you take off yep. yeah go, you you've seen so many like men and women designers and stuff like that go from 200 followers they sell one thing and then one person who you know sends it out sends it out, yeah. sends it out 200 followers or 200,000 in like three days. Yeah. No, but like literally, you especially with so all much. the platforms we have right now. Yeah, you like never know who's going to see specifically, it. T- yes, TikTok specifically, I would say is right now like one of the biggest marketing tools. Like if you have a business, you need to be on TikTok because okay. that reach is literally fucking insane. Like yeah. the reach that people get on TikTok is literally insane. 
No, yeah, like Anthony, I, that place we used to go to for those uh, unlimited margaritas. You talking about New Spot Eatery? Yeah, like that. The owner is always on TikTok doing these dumbass videos. Like I know people who have seen the videos. They never been to the place, but they're like, "Oh, I've seen those videos on TikTok from the owner." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need we need to go. We need to revisit it. I'm gonna eat first because the food, but the the drinks is cool. Yeah, I hope they did something about the flies. I'm good. The flies. Was it outside? Donut shop. <laughs> it wasn't. How can I put this? It wasn't a lot of flies. But there were flies because you know they have the craw every all the, all the food is unlimited damn near. But yeah, they had the crawfish, they had uh the wings. I got the unlimited wings, and uh-huh. then they do the margaritas too. So I was just like the wings. That boiled shrimp. I was not but excited. Yeah, because yeah, it was wings and boiled yeah, wings and shrimp. They gave you unlimited. Yep, for like thirty dollars. And the brunch, <laughs> the brunch is unlimited. Like the food was actually good. They they couldn't do unlimited because. But people, I heard the crawfish are good, so. I don't like that. Yeah, I said the burger was nasty. I say that, but. Yeah, I hope they fix those burgers, because when they first they opened. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in a while, though. Like, I haven't been in a long time, so hopefully the food quality did improve. But I, uh, my yeah. waiter was always this little, uh, this little dude, like 17 years old with braces, and he was like, I'll, I'll fix your drinks, right? I'll put, I'll put some tequila in it. So he'd always put extra tequila shots in the margarita. <laughs> No yeah. margaritas was good as fuck. I couldn't get past my. That's not see customer service. Like you ain't been there in a while, and you still remember little dude putting the extra shot in your in your. Well, oh yeah. Might get him in trouble, but yeah, he was only know, seventeen. Allegedly, you remember? No, you were allowed to work uh, in restaurants. You just gotta have your TGC, but still. Uh, I don't think he did. Oh, I'm good. It's a requirement to work though to get hired. Oh, I'm lazy, but. Um, <laughs> But no. <laughs> Look, I tell you, that's why I called her five zero. Y'all see, she dry snitching. Um, no, that's on the business though, not him. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that she, you could never get past four. Meanwhile, I'm over here on number seven, eight, banging them just I stuff with Paul. But yeah, I used to knock them back. <laughs> Nobody. Good thing we ain't got the video, so. I'm good. <laughs> Bell no, Bell. we definitely need to go back there again. Yeah, those margaritas was good. The world never like knows when I do something embarrassing because nobody ever records me. I know I'm still mad about. If you yeah. don't have the oh, picture, it didn't happen. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, but oh my god, I fell so hard at Uptown Thursday. I fell in slow mo, and I'm so mad because it took him 20 minutes to fall, and we still didn't get our cameras out. Like I was just like, bro, because I was trying I'm to, so I was trying to stand on this bench. But the bench was wobbly, so like literally when I tried to stand up on it, the bench went like that, and so I flew, but then I landed on my leg, and I was like trying to fall. <laughs> it took me like it thirty was, seconds to it fall. It took him so long to fall, and I was just like, "Can you hit the ground already?" Like, dang! It took me a long time. Like, I was trying to break we myself for the fall. There, we were like, "What? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> just why?" <laughs> It was stupid. It was so stupid. No, it was so I'm stupid. I couldn't even oh laugh either. I was so I was cracking up. Yeah, he gonna come over there running and follow my life and laugh. I was oh. like, bitch, why did it take you so long to fall though? That's all I was wondering. I was crying laughing at myself. You like, can laugh at yourself. You literally fell in slow mo. Slowest fall out of everything in my life. <laughs> Look, it's bad when I knew I was falling slow. Even I was like, bro, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the best fall was the chair. That was good. Oh, when no, I fell in the chair. Good. 
I, I'm always falling. Dang. You are. I'm downstairs. <laughs> I'm right? about that. Why we got little stories of me falling? Exactly. That chair was. Y'all I didn't lean. know clearly Anthony's clumsy. <laughs> I lean back in that chair and this thing I know my legs is in the air. Hold <laughs> oh, pause. Like, you were like a right, pause. from hitting your head. <laughs> I'm a, and I'm always like that. It's always like that. Like if I would have been over here an inch or so, dead. But I get right back up and be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, did it. <laughs> straight to straight to death. Do not wake pass up go. <laughs> wake up dead. Dead. <laughs> He gonna have that outer body experience. How did I end up here? <laughs> exactly. Oh my I god. Not. Yeah, my legs are definitely in the air. Pause again. <laughs> no, but um, I like the idea of having like more black expos because I feel like I've only seen one. That was like a black expo. Um, that's who I was gonna bring, Aaron. I was like, I can't think of the person I was talking about. Uh, Aaron, yeah, about candles. That, yeah, yeah but, that's um, who it was. I completely brain fried. But anyway, keep that, keep that on the hush. No, yeah, I was just saying, but um, no, because you know she goes to that black expo, and that's the only one that I've seen. We just in Houston like, is like is the one that she goes to that be inside the clubs and stuff yeah. or brunch. And Houston does mm. does them uh, uh, often. They'll do, like, I see them on Eventbrite all the time. Remember I went to that one? That one time off Eventbrite that was free. It was, like, in a little parking lot. But they just, oh, yeah, don't, yeah. They just don't put enough effort. Word, yeah, effort or word of mouth around it. It's only, like, mm-hmm. if, if 97 on the box is doing something, then they'll spread it out. But other than that, it's, like, again, Houston – People in Houston don't help people in Houston make it. It's only like they only don't. the ones that are up here. They'll help each other, but everybody down here that you and your own. But they will take your money up there, but they won't help you. Not take your money up there. Um, no, I agree. Um, that's why we have to start having like more like networking groups, like networking things, and maybe that's something that we could talk about and like try to set up like ourselves. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like that's the thing. Like people, because Houston is very much so a, it's who you know type of place oh for sure yeah Yeah. so it's like if you don't know anybody because that'd be like me trying to host an event on my own the only reason that my event would get any type of like anything is because i would tell you and then you would post it because you know more people yep so it's like if i tried to share it myself like i probably have very few people show up or whatever be probably just close friends and maybe family but if anthony did it not the question mark next to family Look. Family. <laughs> Family. But if I had Anthony share it, oh yeah, y'all gonna so, look at y'all, y'all gonna look at y'all phone. I already thought of the name. I just don't want to say it, so it nobody would have would, to be. Um, so nobody. Would it would definitely it. have to be uh, a lot more. It, yeah, it would just have to be like we need to start like networking more, and that's really all it is. Like who you know. That's what we are gonna call it name already done people have to yeah people have to get over feeling like that they need to just have their friends though because in all honesty <laughs> yeah i said the same thing in my head for so, so, so with the ideas i'm on the hot street i'm dead I'm on the hot street baby facts but um no yeah you know like people always try to be like oh my friend my friend my friend but it's like a lot of times your friends don't even be in your freaking target target yep. audience of the people that you need to be trying to reach a lot of times your friends don't be your friends i saw that on that uh, tiktok too. Talking about when you start your own business, your friends are not going to be the ones supporting you. It's going to be complete strangers that support you the most. Exactly. But yeah, when I start, I don't even look for my friend support because I'm just like, it's a given. 
Like I don't, because if it's like if it's just my friends, it's gonna be the same people listening every single time, like to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same people listening every single time. I gotta get those other people because those are the people who gonna help me elevate. Not to say that y'all Shit, that's like us grateful. with this freaking podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we had like, everybody literally. wanting to support us, and then there's only what two stragglers still supporting. Them. Everybody, everybody wants to be on yeah. on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, and it's crazy because it's like I can see the views from like our first episode to like now, and it's yep. crazy that first episode everybody was hyped like, oh my god, this is a die. Still to this day, our most listened to episode. Mm-hmm. And okay. it's like, oh, y'all was all lit or whatever, but now y'all can't do nothing. As simple as suggest a fucking topic. <laughs> like literally, take five seconds out your time, suggest a topic. But it's all good. When y'all see us on BET Awards, don't say nothing. Exactly. <laughs> when we start being live from these events, we gonna be mm-hmm. on the red carpet somewhere. <laughs> I don't want I don't want he that's what I'm saying. Exactly. I O N I don't want he. We see us interviewing the Met Gala. Oh, I would cry. I would cry. You know, you speak into my heart. Girl, I would fashion cry. And interviewing. I'll be something that oh. rhymes. You're so annoying. Go away. I can't stand Anthony. He's so annoying. But yeah. But okay. This is a good episode. We talked a lot. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys laughed. I hope you cried. Yeah. New lightness changing is interesting. <laughs> oh, no. But no, uh, um, hey, my thank y'all. shining with this light. No, no. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, like, thank y'all. I, for, I got for the, Jesus, the Jesus three thousand light bulbs in here. <laughs> the Jesus three thousand, right? No, your head. I'm like, did you just freshly shave your head? No, no Nah, I've just been glowing lately. Oh. You know. That's what happened when you take certain people out your life. It just started happening. Yeah, life let's, just end started, this, let's, let's end this episode. I'm just starting liking. <laughs> I'm about to. I'm about to leave. No, yeah. Thank y'all for listening. Be sure to follow us on the Everyday Millennials to keep up with what we have going on. You can follow me at Keela Baby K E L A B B Y Y. You can follow me on Instagram at Just Call Me underscore Yaya. It's J U S S Call Me. Underscore, yeah, yeah. It's my turn. Oh God! No, it's Jesus' turn. Okay, I got the light bulbs. Go ahead. You can follow me at over your Mac underscore. Okay.